Bush League Podcast. A show about nothing and everything. <laughs> but on three or one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Everyone say it at the same time. One. 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 Two. <laughs> three. Three. Okay, perfect. That's good. Wow. Sad news, boys. Sad news. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought I'd say it. What would happen? serious? I've heard of it. I've heard of burying the headline before, but this is wow. a... <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all gotta start so somewhere. That's verbal verbal clickbait. <laughs> Listen, I did have a, I did have something happen to me today that I will embellish a little bit. As usual, but, two minutes for but, embellishment. Well, yeah, but <laughs> only this could really happen. So it's it's no. So Cameron knows because he he still he lives here. But there's a a drive through on Subway now in Douglastown, right? So. With, with, anyway, anything close to the school at lunch, if I got to run in and get lunch, is a no-go for me because it's going to be too busy because school just let out. So every once in a while, I make a run for it, and I, I go across the bridge and make a run to Douglastown. I thought I don't even have to get out of the car. So today was an exception because since COVID started, with the extra time between classes because they sanitize <laughs> and stuff, we don't have an hour for lunch anymore. So just know that. I have about 45 minutes, okay? So that, that matters in a second. <laughs> so I beeline it out the door. I get the subway right away and I'm in line like I, like I am usually. Like I, I go once or twice a week at least and I'm sitting there and it doesn't move and the line doesn't move and the line doesn't move. It's actually been like a full 10 minutes and I'm starting to think, uh-oh, like I, <laughs> I'm going to be, because if it's five minutes for me to go back and I haven't eaten yet, like when the bell rings, I have a class, right? So I, uh, I get through and I was probably 10 minutes or so. And to be fair, they're making everyone sandwich. Like, I don't know who was in front of me. The guy might've ordered four. I don't know. So I pull over by Canadian tire right smack in the middle and I parked the car and I thought, okay, I'm just going to put on a podcast and I'm going to eat right here because I can't eat and drive and I'm not going to make it because usually I would drive back across the river and eat at school or I've even gone down to the rod and parked by the river. You know what I mean? But I don't, either way, I don't have time. I'm not going to get to eat. So I park right there in the same parking lot and don't move. I'm telling you, I'm there for 45 seconds tops and I hear sirens. And here <laughs> they come. One cop car, a second cop car, a third cop car. I'm surrounded in the middle of this <laughs> parking lot. What are you my, Wait for it, wait for it. They arrest a guy. They throw him in the back of a car. The woman comes out of... Canadian tire and she's half yelling at one of the police officers but I can't make out what they're saying and he's in the back of the car and then they're searching the car right smack in front of me but the cop cars are all anyway <laughs> I can't but now it's getting to the point of this is all going on around me I still don't know what's going on there's a cop car in front of me the suspect's car is beside kind of like beside me but after the diagonal there's a cop car behind me and I'm sitting there just I'm eating my sandwich <laughs> thinking, <laughs> and I'm watching the clock tick down, thinking 
Well, now isn't this just inconsiderate? <laughs> <laughs> like some of, some of us are on our lunch break, just trying to eat in peace. I got to get back to school. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, they move. The, they arrest the guy, and they, they anyway they drive off, and they put her in another cop car, and they drove off or whatever, and they locked the guy's doors. It must have been his car, and they left it there. But he got in and searched the car and stuff, and they leave. And I'm on my way back to school, and I'm looking at the clock. It's like, all right, I have eight minutes to get to school, but I'm in Chatham. So I can do it in three. So I stop real quick to get a coffee. And, oh, yeah, uh, see, yeah, yeah, get a coffee. Yeah, well, no, yeah, but I had, I had time because I don't, yeah. So I stopped in to get a coffee, and I walked out, and there's um, Aaron and Colby from Iron House, right? And uh, Colby said, what are you doing? I said, boys, I'm not trying to be rude, but I got to go because I, I knew I was going to see them later. Hopefully, I was at least going to see Col Colby later today anyway. So I said, I got to go, but you wouldn't believe what just happened. So I proceeded to tell him really quickly. Aaron laughs hysterically and he said, missed opportunity. And I said, what's that? He said, why didn't you just blare bad boys and slowly turn it up gradually to see if they <laughs> notice? <laughs> like, oh man, of all the things. It's like, it's like having an argument, realizing what you should have said after. I totally should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> That would have just been awesome. Do, Couldn't you see the uh, con turn around? Look do, 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 do. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a weird lunch. And it happened so quick. Like it all happened in 10 minutes. Like just. <laughs> That's a riot. Wow. Oh, hilarious. And like, I never, I've never, I've never parked in that parking lot to eat or anything. Like that's never <laughs> happened to me. And it's one of those deals too. Like if the drive through moved like it normally did, then I miss all of that. Like I'm not there. I'm back at school sitting at my desk. Yeah. It'd be really funny crazy. if that happened there every day. <laughs> every day. Oh, man. I thought that story was going to go, the students got Tyson swarmed or something like that. No. <laughs> I just assumed crazy. it was those uh, cart corral police that you talked about last time. The cart cart nerds. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't put his cart back. Oh, man. No, didn't have time, officer. <laughs> didn't put his cart back from, uh, what was it, 18 years ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the three cop cars come swarming in. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> I was picturing the library detective from Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bookman. Mr. Bookman. Bookman. <laughs> you think that's that funny? Do you, fella? You think that's funny? Well, it's guys like you. <laughs> this is how you get your sick kicks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you get your sick kicks. Sick kicks. Just a young fella trying to learn to read, going to the library, reading a textbook covered in wee wees and woo woos. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> no. Oh man. And that's what they're laughing at. They're like, wait, the guy at the at, at the library's name is Bookman? Yeah. He works at the library? Oh man. Book Mr. Bookman. <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys ready to learn about four dimensional shapes? <laughs> four uh, dimensional shapes. I knew that was coming. I'm excited. Just humor me. This is okay. going to be. We always do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what are, what else this, are we going to do on this podcast if we're not humoring each other for an hour? You know, this is going to be right <laughs> up. This is going to be right up Tyson's Doctor Who alley too. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, though? I thought you were going. We just like no nonsense. Like it's just like an hour of like us going. Well, no, no. I like. I mean, I can't tell that. 
So four, <laughs> ends. four dimensional shapes. It's not relative dimension. In okay, I know what you're saying. Because <laughs> like what I learned is that in some ways time is considered the fourth dimension, but it's not like a. It's not like in terms of geometry. Is that like the fourth wall? No, that's, that's TV. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, this is going to be impossible to explain, and no one's going to understand. But here we go. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, be good. So, imagine your table, coffee table, whatever, sheet of paper on the table. You with me? Sheet of paper, table. That's it, right? Flat. Yep. Two dimension. Like, yes, paper has a thickness, but we're going to ignore it, right? Two dimension. <laughs> you put another sheet of paper on the table. So a, a sheet of paper is a two-dimensional, has length with two dimensions, right? So when it interacts... Okay, wait, wait, wait. So it's flat, right? Yes. Okay, so Canada Post hasn't gotten to it yet. That's right. <laughs> okay, okay. Gotcha. I thought for sure there was. I thought for sure it was going to be about flat Earth already, but I know I, I was going to, but I thought nah. I think this is going to run into this one. So we think of paper in this case as a two-dimensional being, meaning it's not aware of up or down. It doesn't know about the z-axis. Only knows x and y. Two-dimension, right? So it sees another sheet of paper as a line, like it. It can see that the line goes around or whatever. It can't see anything written on the sheet of paper because that's technically inside the paper. It only sees like just a line, right? So if you're picturing- Because it, it, can't, it can't see above, it's seeing to the side. Exactly. So two dimensions okay. is literally a line. That, so it's yes. just varying lengths of a line on one plane. That's all it knows. So us three-dimensional beings are sitting there watching this from above- and if you are a flat earther now, I quit. Yeah, no, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. So if you were watching this and you took like a ball, the ball is over top of the paper and the paper is going about its business, has no idea the ball is there because it's up. It's in a entirely in a dimension that the paper is not aware of. It can only It's only aware of length and width. So like... It only sees a slice of the ball as it passes through. It's not aware of the rest of it. So in that way... Well, because it can't view the whole ball at the same time. It's only seeing... A circle. That's right. Exactly. Yes. So the only way that a 2D being can perceive a 3D being is in its own two-dimensional way. So it only sees it as a line. And it goes, where did it come from? Well, because it's not capable of seeing because of the... That's yes. right. So this thing just appears out of nowhere... And then gets to a certain size and then shrinks and then disappears. So if you take that concept and add one dimension to the whole thing, we're three-dimensional beings. It, it, the, the idea is that a four-dimensional being, if we can see all two sides and the inside of a sheet of paper at the same time, technically a four-dimensional being could see all six sides of a cube and see inside of it all simultaneously. Wrap your head around that one. <laughs> Do you know what really scares me? What? Is that I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, now your minds are blown. All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
My, <laughs> my mind is something, but it is not blown. <laughs> my mind isn't blown, but to be fair, I got the vaccine yesterday, and I now have the entire knowledge base of Microsoft combined flowing through me. <laughs> so, as as well as the five G, as well as the five G. Yep. But yeah, uh, yeah. You, you, what, you, what you, you already 8K? know. You already know what we're going to say before we say it is what you're trying to tell us. <laughs> That's right. Tyson is now a four dimensional being. Check your news feeds, boys. I popped up some ads. <laughs> Cameron, I can't believe that's what you're shopping for. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I hate those toys. Whoa. <laughs> I collect action figures myself. <laughs> that's what he calls them, action figures. I don't know what you're referring to. Me neither. They are action figures. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> do you do you know whenever they were making uh, GI Joe in the actual ha- like in Hasbro, they said uh, if anybody calls it a doll, the owner find them. Every time someone said this is a doll and not an action figure, he I find did not them. Know that. I was like, he find them. I was like, and, and of course, then the owner's son he goes. Well, then we had the dolls. I mean, action figures. I was like, ah, you got to put money in the swear jar. <laughs> it was on uh, that Toys That Made Us from uh, Netflix. Good series. They had a wrestling doll episode, too. Figure. Yeah. Yes, they did. <laughs> a figure. See? Figure. See? There we go. Here goes it's screen a figure. eight. <laughs> it's a figure. It's not an action figure. <laughs> not a doll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bookman. Oh, Bookman. Jay, McLaren's looking good, buddy. Yeah, I know. I'm excited, man. <clears throat> First time in 20-some years you'd be excited. I know, right? Funny enough, when they stopped using Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. And now, when yeah. they start using it again, hmm, wonder <laughs> what the commonality is here. <laughs> My question is, though... Yes. What is what is Red Bull doing to get so much out of the Honda? Cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to say it too. I had no idea until I was watching a video this week that it's pronounced Alpine. Yeah, can <laughs> confirm. Like, what are you talking about? It's Alpine. It's not the beer, Jay. Calm down. Yeah, but I mean, even if you didn't know that was even a beer, wouldn't you look at that and say Alpine? You would. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But you got to think that's the whole, you know, that's the English butchering (laughs) French again. So that's nothing unusual. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the way they say it. Certain words. So, yeah. But it's a good looking car. It is. Except for the the body shaming. (laughs) The body shaming. (laughs) <laughs> Couldn't believe that. They're like, uh, they're complaining about body shaming. I'm like, it's a race car. How can you do that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't it just like the uh, the intake is a little bulkier or something? Yeah, it's so they can make the side pods smaller. They made the airbox fatter. Right. <laughs> like, and they're all making fun of them. Oh, look at, look at their airbox. It's so much bigger. It's like, really? <laughs> like... This is this is how bad racing has got. Now they're just going to start easy. making fun Not of each other. Not touching that one. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Just wow. crazy. Right over the right over the plate there too. Right down the center. It's all a moot point this year, boys. It's all about Aston Martin. That's right. You shut. You mean you mean the green Mercedes? (laughs) (laughs) You call it whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) You're just happy because Vettel's with them. Heck yes. Looks good in green. Went from red to green. Enzo's rolling (laughs) in his grave as we speak. Is it is it weird that like they don't even need to win? I just want them to beat Ferrari. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I'm with you at there. this point. The ha- at this point, the Haas is going to beat beat Ferrari. Well, like I just, yeah. to, gosh, to your point, I'm watching Drive for Drive to Survive or whatever it's called there. Yep, and like now, yep. yeah, and now I'm even seeing the backstage like the rudeness at Team Ferrari. Hmm. Oh yeah, am I not supposed to laugh? Oh, are, are my we supposed to be serious? Yeah, it was bad. Well, no, yeah. but like I, I assumed it, but you know how it's like, like. There's good and bad of you allowing all those video cameras kind of behind the scenes. Oh, 100%. In the way that they even, like the bottom line is Vettel's Vettel, but I think all world champions have to be a little bit cocky. You have to be. Oh, you have to. Yes. Like I, I said to Amanda the other day, like the bottom line is they're the type of personalities that two cars are going into a corner and you're kind of playing chicken. One of them has to have the attitude of, it doesn't matter, I'm not moving. Yeah, it's my line. It's my line, and you have to you have to be a different person to do that. And that's a world champion. So they're going to be personalities, but to not even negotiate like you have a four time world champion on your team, you didn't even negotiate with them. It was just like, yeah, no, next year we're not. Yep. Oh, okay. And then you're mad at them for signing with another team mid season. Like they were visibly upset at them, and it's like, well, did you just want them to not try to get a seat for next year? Like, what did you? That's why, like, uh, holy cow. Like, why just Ferrari crazy. needs to die. And Red, and Red Bull know better with how they treated Pierre Gasly and yeah. with Albon, and now neither of them are there anyway. Like, it's, man. Verstappen kind of fits that mold. I, I'm, a, I'm as big a, fan, a Vettel fan as ever this year, man. He's out of the red car. He's, um, like, I... You know, it's weird, but you almost now he's in that underdog care category because he's not on a top team. So, like, I'm I'm for it. Fernando. Yeah. Fernando. Well, he's back. <laughs> Mikhail will be happy. He's I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, there's nobody on the grid that's had the experience of taking it all. And you're just, you're treating, you have one and you're treating them like garbage. And then you're... Like I, I hope they do better than everybody thinks. I, I honestly hope it's more competitive this year. That McLaren has a good year. That um, Aston Martin has a better year than we think, and they could. They have the potential to. Um, yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean. It's going to be an interesting year. Like I'm really excited to even see qualifying to see what these cars can do. Yeah. <clears throat> Although with the regulations, they they uh, they kind of made all the cars worse, didn't they? With the new yeah, regulations? They took, they, well, they took Danforce away, but as usual, there's always one team, McLaren was at this time, oh, look, we found a loophole. And all the <laughs> yeah. other teams are like, oh, they, they can't do that, that's not fair. Yeah. And then, of course, Zach, the owner of McLaren said, they're just mad because they didn't think of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is 100% true. <laughs> so what's their yeah. schedule like this year? Are they doing like the full global schedule? It's a full calendar, is it not? I yeah, believe for, so. Yeah, they intend sure. on keeping it, yeah. Like, isn't in, in Brazil's back? Uh, what's the yeah, other one? Yeah, Brazil's that? back. 
There's a new one in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Yeah. And Bahrain is this weekend. Zamfort. We're going to go back to Holland, which is kind of cool. Actually, I think yeah. they Race. said it's the yeah. biggest calendar they've ever had. Is it not? Isn't there like 23 races or something? Yeah. You st- he, yeah. They're trying to make up for. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, years ago, some, it was, uh, yeah. years ago, it was only 12 races. That was it. And no one got points if you didn't finish higher than sixth place. So if you were seventh, you didn't get any. Now it's like they have way too many points. Now we're getting points. Races. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just getting crazy. So I don't know. I would recant every bad thing I've said about Ferrari if they offered me a driver's contract. I would recant it all. I would say. You'd, re- you'd, recant, you'd recant just to get a autograph from one of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. There are some teams in sports, though, that you're like, I hate them. But then you have the opportunity to meet some or get autographs. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I've always loved you. I always have. (laughs) (laughs) I I dare you to find me a Toronto Maple Leaf fan who would be like, I love Montreal. Even if the guy was there and said he was willing to sign something, in the back of your head, you're like, I don't like it, but I'll accept it. Yeah, you yeah. could very well, but you will or definitely. Or pretending it's for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, that's it, it's for my friend. Yeah. What's your friend? Tyson. Okay, what's your name? Tyson. <laughs> that's why uh, That's why Gary has a life-size cutout of Mark Bergevin. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the reason. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yikes. Well, you know, he's so, uh, probably one of the best uh, looking GM. Oh, easily. <laughs> oh, easily. <laughs> he said that with a lot of conviction, he did. <laughs> Not conviction, confidence. <laughs> confidence, I apologize. That's why Gary's still in F1. Yeah, Getting back right. to that global schedule thing, did I hear that uh, for foreigners to get into China now, you have to get a anal probe as part of your COVID test? <laughs> what? You didn't hear this? No, <laughs> no I didn't. China is uh, anal probing every foreigner who comes into the country as part of their COVID testing. Uh, be some uncomfortable drivers in that F1 seat after that. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you mean? That's an awful long ways around to get up to the back of your throat, isn't it? <laughs> maybe, maybe they know something we don't I mean <laughs> Yeah maybe that's I, I do know that if you tickle, wanted tickle. to go oh, <laughs> I do know if you Wanted to go to the Bahrain Grand Prix If you if you went They were willing to give you a COVID shot When you went like fans and drivers And everybody who goes is They'll give you a shot at the racetrack <laughs> Which I thought was a little odd. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, <laughs> I never heard about the China one. That's, that's, uh, that's a whole. You got to do that here wow. to go to Dieppe. You want to cross <laughs> to Dieppe there? You got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I take you, you don't so, go to Dieppe? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's just one you're, guy. You're just... I keep meeting him. No one else seems to be doing it, but I always have to do it. I'm not sure what it's about. <laughs> You're just sitting there in traffic. All of a sudden, these three police cars come in and swarm around you. <laughs> Next thing, the rubber gloves coming out. <laughs> a lot of snapping. 
1980s flashlight. <laughs> Can you put that uh, sub down, sir? <laughs> just sitting here trying to eat a sandwich in a place I've never tried to eat a sandwich before. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know the combination of all that going on around me me eating my me eating my sandwich listening to a bigfoot podcast <laughs> getting probed oh, wow. oh. poor f1 drivers you watch they didn't install it in the seat to be <laughs> imagine, wow. imagine hitting the curb on a chicane with that installed in the seat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my! Oh boy! Oh wow! Yeah, no, Gary. And uh, no, all gonna, I never the, heard that. I didn't know that was happening. Oh, the calls. Uh, the call's gonna end, eh, guys? What? Uh, yeah, in two minutes. <laughs> how, how, has it been an hour? No. It's, no. It has not. It's 40 it's not minutes been... now, I think. Oh. Well, do we want to just... We could break there and come back and do in the news or something since we talked about F1 so long, if you want. Yeah, let's do that. In the news, yeah, okay. anal probes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... I'll close the call and then we'll... I'll invite you. We start it up. Yeah. Yep. Did you right, see so in the buy and sell New Brunswick gear page this Kirk Hammett white zombie guitar? You know, someone told me what? about that. What is this thing? Yeah. <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> um I want to see if I can find it. <laughs> What is it, Gary? A guitar? It's a guitar, and it's all painted. It says White Zombie on it. And there's images painted. <laughs> I like how you said there's images painted. <laughs> are they a little risque, Gary? Uh, no, no. I'm just not real sure what they are. <laughs> Kirk Hammett, White Zombie Guitar, 1500 <laughs> uh, did he play it? Because who's going to pay that for a uh, white zombie? Yeah, it is one of his ESP. It has Dracula on it. <laughs> Dracula. That's the theme. It looks like the cover of the movie. Oh, the case too. Do you see the case? Yeah. <laughs> it's case looks like a tombstone. It, it does. The case is actually kind of cool. <laughs> Sorry for the sidetrack. <laughs> What's in the news? Are we ready for are we ready for in the news? Oh yeah. Okay, uh, so ready? Did we lose people? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I can't make this up. Florida mom. This is new today. This this came out today. Florida mom shows up to school with boxing gloves, fights child. <laughs> Guys, isn't that something you see every day? <laughs> oh, buddy. Was it parent we all teacher? Be fight, we, we, 
We'd all be fighting to do duty if that was the... <laughs> a Florida mother is facing charges after allegedly, allegedly, fighting a student on a middle school campus, according to First Coast News. <laughs> a police report said 34-year-old Edith Riddle of Jacksonville was arrested by Duval School Board Police. School Board Police? That's a thing? What are you talking about? Man. On Kurt, Thursday, Kurt March Nerks. 18th. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Smith, sir, you didn't put your cart back. <laughs> An announcement came over the school radio about a fight happening outside the cafeteria at 12.14 p.m., the report said. The school safety officer arrived at the scene and found that Riddle was reportedly involved in a physical fight with the victim. Police said Riddle just left the school. Um, police say Riddle just left the school with her daughter after meeting with the vice principal. The daughter then walked through the cafeteria to engage the victim in a fight, the report said. Riddle's daughter pushed the victim to the ground and threw some punches before the suspect, her mom, joined in, also punching the victim. Riddle reportedly had the boxing glove on her hand when she arrived at the school and told officials it was super glued to her wrist and she couldn't remove it. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. That's... Super glued. That that Super that just glued. you know I cannot. This is this is very Florida. I don't have enough fingers to count the amount of times I friggin' super glued my boxing gloves to my hands. <laughs> <laughs> just happens all the time. Uh, I yeah I I got nothing. <laughs> it's, it's super glued to her wrist. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. The person who is uh, is bad at excuses. <laughs> wow, wow, that's just yeah. To yeah, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> super glue, <laughs> super glue. I'm still just sitting here going super glue. What? I'm sorry. That sounds. I like, even have another one queued up, and I just can't quite get over that. That sounds like, like uh, an excuse no. you would hear at school all the time. Wow. In other news, uh, Fayetteville man receives last paycheck in oil-covered pennies dumped on his driveway. <laughs> well, that's a statement. A Fayetteville man said his last paycheck from his former employer came in the form of over 90,000 oil or grease-covered pennies dumped in the middle of his driveway. <laughs> wow. In mid-March... He finally received the $915 he was owed, but it was not in the form he was expecting. <laughs> would that not be like, would that not be an environmental issue with that much? Like I'm just he said saying. He, he was leaving his home to go to the store when he noticed the pile of oil covered pennies. He said on top of the pile was an envelope that said you <laughs> and contained his last pay stuff. <laughs> you. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We're a rated PG podcast, so. Yes. <laughs> I've done the math correctly. 91,515 pennies. Holy <laughs> 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 504 pounds in pennies. <laughs> 504 pounds? <laughs> yeah, I walk oh, into the bank. Man. Can you make change? Yes. Here you go. <laughs> Uh, All right, boys, bring that truck in. <laughs> well, how could you not hear 
hear that. Like, if someone was dumping that, that would make a lot of noise. <laughs> like, it would, actually. That'd be, yeah, that wouldn't be real quiet. Unless no. you took the time to cover each penny in rubber. What? <laughs> I, 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 I guess so, Gary. Don't even know why we went down that road, but okay. If you're going to go to the level of effort of dropping this many pennies, why not go the extra mile and put rubber on them to keep them quiet? <laughs> why not? I, I see where you're heading with that one. Um, sure. <laughs> well, boys, here's a good offer. Website offers $1,000 to binge watch all 24 James Bond films. I Done. Mean, Sign me up. I was going to do that this weekend <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Though. Straight? Yeah. A culture website. What does that mean? A culture. It's not like capitalized. It's like, it's not even like a name. A culture website is offering $1,000 for a James Bond fan to watch all 24 official films in the 007 franchise to celebrate the upcoming huh. release of No Time to Die. Um, okay, so the question is, are you, like you said, are you doing them all at once? Are they, like, I, I don't... Yeah. Like, do you get to have a break? Do you got to watch it in the bathroom? Like... <laughs> yeah. Quite is there no. like, a, like, you can't fall asleep? Like, what are, like there's got to be some rules here. There's some catch to that. <laughs> The website said the person will be asked to watch all 24 films in 30 days and complete a worksheet. <laughs> a worksheet? Oh, okay. 30 days, piece of cake. Yeah, yeah I fail to see the issue here. Yeah, yeah like, but that's, that's, a, that's not binging, though. Like, like, binging is you don't stop, like, you don't sleep, like, to me. Oh, anyway. no, come on. Yeah, well, yeah, you're not normal, so there you go. <laughs> Binge watch all the Bond movies. That'd be like saying, all right, WWE fans, uh, we're going to get you to binge watch every WrestleMania. Like, yeah, but this sounds like you're given 30 days. Well, What do you watch, like one every evening? Like, oh. <laughs> the, old, like, the old ones you could probably watch too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, I mean, that's not... Really going to be very derail. conservative binge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I watch, you know, TV, but varying amounts throughout the week. This is not that big of a stretch for a thousand dollars, you know. Like those guys <laughs> no. that go on those crazy drinking binges, having a glass of wine every night. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. <laughs> do you do that often, Gary? <laughs> Nada. Okay, boys, in the news. I feel like Cameron's going to love this one for some reason. <laughs> Two million dollar bounty placed on Bigfoot in Oklahoma oh town. Boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Must be captured alive and unharmed. Oh, no, 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 I'm out. <laughs> a two point, that's why you're out. A two point, <laughs> a two point one million dollar bear. I thought you'd be all for it. We just bring you in in a net and say we got you. Um, <laughs> a two point one million dollar bounty has been offered in Oklahoma for anyone able to safely capture the mythical ape-like creature known as Bigfoot. 
Oklahoma is not what I think of as Bigfoot country. <laughs> I, 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 I think Colorado, like places where there's like, you know, the big Pacific woods. Pacific oh, Wash, Washington and Oregon and yeah. British Columbia, yeah. How many people are going to show up in Bigfoot suits tied up in the back of a half ton? Well, I, I think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, Representative Justin Humphrey introduced House Bill 1648, which, if passed, would require the Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission to establish rules for a hunting season for the mythical creature purported to inhabit the forests of North America. Mythical. It's not mythical. <laughs> exactly. That drives me nuts. People <laughs> today are so close-minded. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me that unicorns aren't real. <laughs> Gosh. It's a very presumptive way to put it, you know? It's a very, like... Who wrote that article? <laughs> Do they call uh, themselves a journalist? Oh, <laughs> uh, Gary, yeah, no, it's Fox. It's completely... <laughs> a, yeah. Wait, it's fake news, never mind. <laughs> this, uh, this isn't uh, necessarily funny, but I find this whole thing pretty interesting. Did anyone see... Uh, Jack Dorsey, the guy that founded Twitter, sells first ever tweet for more than $2.9 million. Did you see that? What? The NFTs? NFTs, yeah. You've heard of this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so NFTs, they're kind of, apparently it's already a big thing in the NBA, I guess. NBA top shots. Top shots, yeah, exactly. So like a quick NFT... I think it stands, yeah, non-fungible token. Um, and it's a digital asset. So the idea is like the NBA would sell you a clip of like, I don't know, LeBron James reaching some milestone and you get an official clip from the NBA. Now, right now you're saying, well, I can just go get that on YouTube. Like, why would I buy something like that, right? But the idea is it's minted. So... The NFT has uh, an encrypted key that you have uh, uh, the, the key for. And so technically it's unique to you, even though it's a digital asset. So that's what gives it value because it's unique. And so now it's just kind of exploding. There's all these different uh, NFTs that are selling now. There, there's uh, art, digital artwork going in... Uh, auctions there there was one guy uh people i think his name is uh had a piece of art a digital piece of art sell for 70 million dollars on that christie's auction um wow. yeah anyway nfts they're like the new the new uh online art think? form part, yeah part of it is all cryptocurrency too right yeah, exactly. Like $70 you have million, to, dollars, but it's really selling in Ethereum. I was going to say, I think it's Ethereum, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, like you said, it's a, yeah, cryptocurrency and, um, you know, it's a minted digital copy. The <laughs> thing that I find cool about it is the resale aspect of it because everything is tracked in that. Yeah. So if I buy it from the artist, if I buy an artwork piece of artwork, and then I turn around and sell it to somebody else. The original artist gets a kickback of my sale. Yeah, I saw that. There's like a, it's almost like a royalty. Yeah. Which is it's really strange right to think into about. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, NFTs, they're kind of, they're probably going to spread into uh, a lot of stuff, but it, it raises this whole thing of like, you know, some people are saying it sort of points out how silly like selling art is because is, is the value of something because of how interesting it is, or is it because you're the only one that can have it? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. But yeah, NFTs, they're kind of the, so yeah, Jack Dorsey's first tweet, he sold it for $3 million, which is so funny because you can just like screenshot it if you want, but it's not a official encrypted. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, it's, so it, my, it hasn't been authenticated. Yeah, that's it. My introduction to the NFT stuff was uh, after the Maple Leafs were playing the Oilers and just won those three games straight and looked like a completely dominant team. <laughs> Not the one that's playing now. <laughs> right after that third Edmonton game, Chris Johnston from Sportsnet puts out a tweet saying the Leafs are a juggernaut. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then as soon as he put that tweet out, everything starts going downhill. So everybody was bugging him, take the tweet down, take the tweet down. And then that's when the NFT stuff started picking up. So he's like, I want to learn how this NFT stuff works. So I'm just going to, you know, get into that and make this tweet saying the Leafs are a juggernaut into some kind of item that I can sell <laughs> as an NFT. That's funny. I didn't see that. I saw that whole thing on Twitter because everyone was like, he was getting like hounded because he, <laughs> it was like he jinxed them or something. But yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah. Elliot Friedman was talking about them on 31 Thoughts there the other week too, but uh yeah, they're kind of a big thing right now. They've been around for a while, I guess, but they're just kind of gaining popularity now. Yeah, the whole NBA top shots thing just yeah made them take off. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, not funny, but interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not funny to the Leaf fans anyway. While we're on the hockey thing... Have we heard about uh, the Tim Peel oh, referee man. thing? <laughs> I wanted to talk about that. Isn't that something? <laughs> Isn't that just like, it's... Okay, what? So in the game, who was Nashville and who were they playing? Uh, I just know he was talking about Nashville. Yeah. But who they were... So he... So the one of the teams had taken a few penalties in a row. And then the ref calls a penalty against... I think it was Nashville, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, yes. Then, yeah. Then he, after he calls the penalty, he walks over to the Nashville bench. Detroit, and, that's who it was. And yeah, not just paraphrasing what he said, he basically said, uh, sorry, but it, you guys, it was your turn to get a penalty. Sorry, it was not really, yeah, shouldn't have been a penalty. It was your turn to get a penalty. <laughs> what? It, that was a week, it was a weak one, but it was your turn to get a penalty was basically what he said. What? And he said this while a hot mic on the bench picked up exactly what he said. <laughs> oh wow. So <laughs> Oh my. So so hockey is a hundred percent rigged. <laughs> well, it this is one of those things that like a lot of people are saying everyone has known. Yeah. The, there's referee <laughs> game management. It's never been officially you know, talked about by uh, anybody like, like the leagues never, everybody knows when there's a bad call, 
the other team is going to get a call going the other way to even it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone the knows that the announcers say it freely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to find the quote there. Uh, well, and sometimes like, yeah, no, if they made a bad call, they feel like they owe them one. You know what I mean? Like, especially if they scored on it, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, we made, gosh, we, we called that. We shouldn't have. And they scored we, on it too. We owe them one. Are, are we going to bring up Gilmore in LA? Cause that's not how it worked. <laughs> he was bleeding. Well, it was, that was, that was overtime. There was no, uh, yeah, we owe you one. Get you next year. Like, I don't think that's how that one worked. So the quote, the quote is, it wasn't much, but I wanted to get a bleep penalty against Nashville early in the, and then the mic cuts out. And the mic cut. That's the quote. <laughs> oh, holy <laughs> dians. So today the NHL announced that, uh, I guess I shouldn't say today. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the NHL announced that he's done. I just found it funny <laughs> how they, how they And he was scheduled it. to retire in like a month or two. Yeah, he was. Anyway. Yeah. He was literally going to retire in April. His last game was scheduled to be April. And they also, fra- <laughs> I just like how they did. <laughs> They're like, Tim Peel will not be refing any games tomorrow or in the future. Which is like, <laughs> you know, you fired him. That's, Can you just say? That's what I'm curious. I'm curious. Did they actually fire him or are they keeping him employed so that his pension isn't affected by so it? So I wondered that because they <laughs> they went through great lengths to say he's not refing ever yeah. again, but he's not. It doesn't say anywhere that he's fired. <laughs> How did I miss all this this week? Like, Oh, it was just uh, yesterday. I, yeah, but it was you just, know, okay, well, that explains it because it's fi- been a blur for the last 24 hours. Yeah. But, yeah. If they fired him, so say they did decide, all right, we're going to fire him flat out, they're going to go in every call, every talk show, every reporter, they're all going to go to this guy and say, hey, now that you've been fired, tell us the truth. Are all the games rigged? And if he got fired and he was disgruntled and he didn't sign some kind of crazy waiver, he could just say, well, yes, it's all been fake for all of these years. Well, that's and a, how many, how many like mob hits there'd be after that. I'm sure they sat down and they said, listen, man, you're about to retire. Like, we don't want to ruin your life. However, we can't like, it's one of those things. They can't just bring a ref back who openly admitted to game management uh, penalty calls. Like, they can't bring him back. So I understand. I was just curious how they were going to do it. I mean, they reacted fast. That, that was last night, and it was like by this afternoon, it was like Tim Peel's not ever refing again. And But like I said, like, they can't, they can't entertain the idea that they know about this, that, like, it's, but it's just such a weird thing because he's, he's, you know, Fired. It, for, it has to appear zero tolerance. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, it has to appear zero tolerance. Like they can't. So to replace him, they're bringing back Carrie Frazier, right? <laughs> Jeez. I laughed when I saw it was him because if you look up Tim Peel or if you look up any controversial call in the last 10 years, he's in a lot of them. Probably an 80% chance it's him. Yep. <laughs> and I'm wow. pretty sure, uh, I think some players have actually gone on record that they can't stand him either. I think he's <laughs> I think he's pretty well commonly unliked. Wow. But I know he got in trouble once for having uh, drinks with Greg Wyshynski, a reporter. 
and talking about stuff with him openly. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that should was... get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mr. Peel, if you could choose one superpower. <laughs> 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 I'm sure his would be to be able to reverse time. The most, the most frustrating thing, like anyone listening. So you get this guy, he does like, let's say he does one interview and then you don't ask him anything about that. You're like, if you had one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> Just don't even touch the... <laughs> like Edward Snowden pops up in your town and for whatever reason he comes on and you're like if you won the lottery tomorrow (laughs) Uh, that's awesome (laughs) uh Yeah. <laughs> that will be all. Good day, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, from 4D shapes to F1. <laughs> Anal probes. Hot. <laughs> you know, I'm sure we covered the spectrum. Well, that's, but enough I about your yeah. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Gosh. you want to get into your mailman run. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the guys we hinted at it a few times <laughs> okay but like jokes aside <laughs> seriously so Newman. here's <laughs> no but oh so here's what happened so we we, we ugh, i'm so angry so last time <laughs> I, I told about like the, the Trish Stratus autograph coming and it being bent like right in half and there's a crease right down the middle of it and everything. Here's what's gone on since then. So I messaged Canada Post, but you know how like the way I did it, that postal worker, there's no way that postal worker got in trouble. Yeah. Because they didn't, they, didn't, they, they didn't even ask my address. Yeah. So I messaged them through social media, and they said, I told you this last time, you have to get whoever sent it to you to complain and file because they're the <laughs> yeah, one that sent it. Like, and I remember thinking, well, how the heck would you like me to get a hold of Trish Stratus to say, hey, that you need to uh, complain for that 8x10 you sent me on the... Because it's not happening. Can you take some time so, out of your busy schedule to do this super <laughs> like, long we know, drawn we, 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 know you, we know you have kids in a yoga studio and you're a famous person, but could you take a couple minutes? Inconvenient process. <laughs> could you please call Canada Post? <laughs> Fill out form T101. Oh, gosh. So I didn't get anywhere with it. And I... I but I hopped on her website and, and found an email on there. Like I got... You know what it is. Like... I say it took me forever to even find an email, but in reality of forever is probably three minutes, right? So I found an email and I explained what happened. No one ever got back to me. That was, gosh, month a half, month and a half ago, month ago. And no one ever got back to me. So, to, so in the meantime, here's what else has happened. And, and Cameron knows because he's in some of the groups. So like I went on a, a couple more of my belts arrived or whatever, but I'm talking, I won them in September, but they take a while to make. 
So it was, hey, we'll make whatever belt you want. So that box came with like three belts in it, and they put other autographs in it too because they might as well ship it all at once from way back. I won those in September and October. So that box came, and uh, Amanda had brought it inside, and I got home for work. She's like, yeah, one of your boxes came, and she had this grimaced face. Look on her face. Oh, no. And I said, like, what, like what's wrong? She said, Tice, like, it's soaked. Oh. I said, it's soaked. Buddy had dropped it off at the house because it wouldn't fit in the mailbox and set it right directly under the gutter. Oh, okay, Tice. Seriously? So <laughs> the temperature's warm outside and the water's all running off the roof and the gutter can't keep up to it. And it's literally direct and like I could poke my finger through the box. Oh. In the box are metal and leather belts that, thank goodness, he wrapped good enough, right? So they were all wrapped, um, and they're fine. And there was a couple of autographs that were also wrapped, but they were in plastic top loaders, right? So they were okay, but they were damp. So I set those out, and I by some miracle, because you guys know what it's like drying out paper, there's not a wrinkle on them. And I have no idea how there's not a wrinkle on them, but there's not a wrinkle on them. 2D paper or 4D paper? (laughs) (laughs) That paper must have been made at Repap. (laughs) So, and this one will, because jokes aside, because we joke about me and action figures, but in the box was a mint in the box, Razor Ramon action figure. Did it get soaked? Signed to Tyson, Razor Ramon across the top of it. And it is, the box is all kinds of warped. Because it was oh, that damn. Oh. So it wasn't wet, but it was in the wet box. And who knows how long. Do you know what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah. So it's damp and it's a little. So it's not wrecked. It's on the shelf. But it's one of those deals like it looks nice on the shelf. But if you picked it up and looked at it and turned it around, you'd be like, what happened to this? Right? Like something's not. Yeah. Like it's, it's all. So that all happened before. And I didn't say anything about that. I just got mad. Like, you know how like if all my stuff was ruined, I'd be livid. But it was like, okay. I'll leave them all out overnight and I'll see what they look like in the morning. And I think I was less mad because 90% of the box was okay. Right. By some miracle, right? Like accidents happen, whatever. But this is the same mailman, right? So then today, full month later, I come home. Mikhail checks the mail every day, does it again today. He kind of turned around and looked at me with this grimaced look. And I said, no, buddy, no. <laughs> like, like, without me even being, and he has to, he ha, Mikhail has to bend it further just to get it out. Oh. Like he can't get it out of the mailbox because it's crammed in there, like in a perfect L shape. And I'm still thinking like, what is this unmarked envelope? And I open it. Trish Stratus sent me a new one. <laughs> they oh never my. emailed me back. They never called oh. me. They never, they sent me a brand new eight by 10 to Tyson. Trish Stratus bent right down the middle. He did it again. He did it again. Oh my So he Lord. did it. So so he did it to the first one. He did it to the second one. He delivered a box and put it under the rain gutter. Uh, buddy, I don't uh, quite yeah. know what you did to your postal worker, but it, dude's got okay. a massive problem with you. But, <laughs> I've met him a few times and he's been great, but like the eight by ten thing. He wouldn't know that he wrecked the first one, but I got to tell you, again, this was packed with two pieces of Bristol board, <laughs> one on either side. It would take a lot of force to bend it. Well, it's, it's, it's thick Bristol. It's almost like, and you know how like some Bristol boards flexible, like this is like cardstock. 
Like it's a it's a thin piece of cardboard, Imithit times two, and the picture is also on cardstock. So it, it <laughs> you know what I mean. There's not paper in this. This doesn't feel like something that should be. How bent. far does this guy take this thing? Like, oh, that's weird. It won't fit in there. Maybe if I just drive over it a few times and flatten it out. <laughs> well, now, now I'm two, and I meant to go do it tonight, but you know, time got away from me, and we're recording this. That I'm going to drive down to the mailbox. I've got masking tape here, and I'm taping a sign inside the shelf of my mailbox <laughs> that says, "Please, please, please." Stop bending my neck. <laughs> um, oh, and then in the meantime, uh, I messaged Canada Post again and said, like, he, all I said was he did it again. Like, he's wrecking my stuff. Um, I'm and just I'll see what they say. Like, I, I'm going to tell you when he sees that, he's really going to take it up a notch. Oh, we'll <laughs> just, see. Not everyone's like you, Cameron. Uh, uh, he's not going to get vengeful. He might yeah. think, oh, man, what did I ruin? I yeah. feel bad. He might. I would listen if you wrecked one thing, sure. But when you wrecked two things and put a box under it, it's like putting fragile on any box. There's going to be origami swans surrounding the whole <laughs> the mailbox. First, the first envelope that he bent didn't say do not bend on it or anything, regardless of how stiff it was. Right. And then the second one still didn't say do not bend or anything on it. Uh, so if he doesn't know that he ruined the first one, he does, he's it, not going to know that he's about to ruin the second one. No one's ever told it him. It kind of is a little frustrating that they don't put fragile on it. Like I know. Okay, so listen, if you put fragile on anything, that is just—it's uh, just a horror story. If they see fragile, they're like, "I wonder how fragile this really is." You really think people are that twisted? <laughs> every single parcel that comes through there every day, does this one say fragile? Does this one say fragile? This okay, one listen. says fragile. Sweet. Listen. Listen. When I was working, I got, I, I had Man. an allergic reaction and they gave me a shot of Benadryl. I had to take my dad with me because I was so out of it. And dad's like, I'll drive. You just got to load the van. I was like, okay. And I was like loopy because I have a drug tolerance of like, I don't know, like, you give me two aspirin and I'm right loopy. Anyway, and the guy said, dad's looking around and I said, whatever happens aspirin? in here. Oh, it could be, like. Sorry, I, that I took did, me a second. Aspirin? Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tynol, aspirin, whatever. Anyway, he, uh, I told him, I said, listen, dad, like, whatever you see in here, you just put it in the vault. And dad's like, what do you mean? I was like, you'll understand. Some guy had a parcel and it actually said fragile and he yelled from the other side of this like five bay loading dock. Hey, you forgot a parcel. And he whipped it across the whole length of it. And when it hit the ground, I heard the shatter and dad looked at me and I was like, it had fragile and it didn't. Dad walks over, looks at it. The guy picks it up. He goes, oh, wow, that's not good. Fragile written all over it. And the guy punted it across. The, just punted it. Like, so it you're was saying not, like, every whoa. mailman is their dad that's doing this? Not <laughs> everyone. I'm just saying that it's, you know, um... <laughs> It's not good. Don't put fragile on anything you don't absolutely want not test have the theory tested upon it. Man. It's a right so if I don't write fragile on it, they can be rough as can be. But if I do write fragile on it, it's they view it like a dare. <laughs> uh it, it So what you're be- saying is don't ship anything with Canada Post. 
Uh, well, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rite of passage. Yeah, just... <laughs> when the day comes along, you bring your father with you on the ride, <laughs> and he gets to break all your parcels. You get hyped up on aspirin. You just get right. You just get right out of it with aspirin. You're firing the aspirin. Well, you? hyped up on aspirin. <laughs> What's with you today? I had three aspirin. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. I swear, if they put fragile on it, 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 it almost was like a challenge. Which, yeah, it wasn't good. Ugh. But you just get yourself a sheet of metal. Go down to your mailbox, weld it on the front, cut out some <laughs> holes just big enough to stick an envelope in. Standard-sized envelope. Standard-sized. <laughs> put your own lock on it so only you can open the little metal thing you put in there. <laughs> Problem solved. Yep. And then leave a nasty you message I, for his dad. I got to tell you, too, because... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because would you tell your dad to stop bending my mail? That should be my letter. But jokes aside, jokes aside, though, Cameron, is it possible that because they didn't send this as a parcel, they sent it as regular mail? Yes. He just folded it to put in the regular mailbox because it's regular mail? Yep. If it was something fragile that shouldn't be bent, you shouldn't have sent it regular mail. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have. But what 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 I'm do you mean? Is there another option for like fragile? Like what? Well, yeah, but like you can send stuff as a, like as a parcel with Courier. a tracking number for just like a few priority, dollars more. Priority yeah. post still or... through Canada Post, but then when that comes, they don't put it in your yeah. mailbox. They put it in the in the extra big box and give you the key. Well, that's what started this whole thing. Is I feel like they don't do a very good job of like. Sending, like, surely you can't be the first one that they've sent this thing that doesn't fit in mailboxes. Oh, like, you know, we're not going to end this. We're not going to end this show blaming Trish Stratus for this whole oh, thing. Oh, that's where we? we're going. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, darn. Now we're not going to we, talk foolish and crazy. I thought it'd be a good blame idea. That woman for anything. To start this podcast a year and a half ago, and it's been a slow build to get to the point where we could start blaming <laughs> Trish Stratus for how she sends her autographs. <laughs> She's the a boys. menace to society. <laughs> That's right. Do I have? Yeah. Do I have the story to end on then for you? Well, you got to do it in uh, a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do that. <laughs> well, when so the call, for when, it for next so time. <laughs> when the call ends, you just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just let them all. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> there you go. If you sponsor us, we could oh. upgrade to pro. We wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks, thanks for everybody, listening. for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. It's been a great time. As usual. Ciao. Wow. China is uh, anal probing every foreigner who comes into the country as part of their COVID testing. Uh, oh my! <laughs> what do you mean? That's an awful long ways around to get up to the back of your throat, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, maybe they know something we don't. You just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. Like and subscribe and leave a five-star rating. 
Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. Ha 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 